love, welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, master hairstylist turned certified life coach. Today, we have a very juicy topic for you lined up. Um, I'm excited about this episode. I'm going to tell you the name of it first. The, uh, the name of this episode is The Desire for Something More. And I'm excited to be talking about this because it's, it's something that, that we, we wish for, we pray for, we take courses, we try and figure out how can I get more? Some of us are on the journey of, do I even deserve something more? Some of us are telling ourselves the story of, who am I to even want more? And what steps do I have to take to get more? And is it selfish of me? That's another thing. A lot of us think that it's selfish of us to want more. But I'm here to tell you that the desire for something more is your birthright. So let's get started. But before we get started, you know I have a pop question for you. And my pop question is this. When did you get the notion that more is available to you? When did you get that notion? You know, it's said by a lot of um, our higher thinkers. You know who those folks are. The um, the Napoleon, Napoleon Hills of the world, the Oprah Winfrey's of the world, the Maya Angelou's of the world. Uh, who else can we put out there? Your girl, Lisa Nichols, is, is okay with me too. Um, but most of the higher thinkers and who have the courage and the confidence to to put their voice out in the world, not being afraid of being judged or ridiculed for how they think, that, that question has always been presented from their mouths. And everything I believe, everything begins with an idea or a desire. I mean, we look at one of the most read book in the world, the Bible. It is said in the beginning, you know, and even was God's word. But when God was lonely, God said, I'm lonely. I'll make me a world. He had the idea and the desire for more. So, if you were to ask me, I'd say that our desire for more is our birthright. You know, we've read about the fact that everything begins with a desire. Uh, we've heard about it. Um, but what exactly does that mean? And, and like I said earlier, where do you think that comes from? I say it comes since the beginning of the creation of this world. And so I've been asking myself that, uh, the desire for more, 
Is that okay? Is that okay for me? Is that okay for my listeners out here? Is that okay for my YouTube viewers out here? And I believe that it is because in all honesty, I believe that our desire for more is a part of our DNA. I think it has the roots in us on a cellular level. Uh, because when I think about it, when I, when I think about the birth of my daughter and, and observing her when I gave birth, when I released her from my body into the world, even though they say babies can't see colors, but I do believe they can see light. Because when she came out of me, out of the darkness of me, of my, of my womb, she was birthed into the light. And she wanted more than that darkness. She, she, she looked for the light. And guess what? She found it on her infancy level. She found the light. And I observed that in her all by myself. I believe that babies come here with an innate desire to be served and they seek it out. They know how to seek it out. They come here expecting to be served. They don't shy away from it. They don't shy away from being held. They don't shy away from being nurtured and they certainly do not shy away from being fed. They want it and they are open to it because once they look for the light, then they know that more is to come. The light for them lets them know that more is to come and more indeed does come. Even in the worst of circumstances for, for us some of the time, we know that more is coming. More is helping more comes to help us to develop that muscle of perseverance. I think it comes uh, for us to develop that muscle of, of, of staying in the game, of pushing forward, of calling forth more, because I believe that there's a part of us that know that it is our birthright. But here's the kicker. As time goes on, as time goes on and we start doing life and we learn from other people, we learn from what we see, we learn from what we do, we learn from what we hear and we begin to, mm, without, I don't even think without being conscious of it, um, diminishing what we came here with and adopting what people say who we should be, what we should do and what we should have. Now, I know there's a school of thought that believe otherwise, but I believe on a, on a large scale, a lot of us, a lot of us humans are conditioned to accept what society or or individuals that that uh, were a part of our life told us who we could be um, enjoy what they say we 
we should enjoy and be who they think we should be. And so it takes a lot of conditioning to really find out who you are, what you deserve, why you deserve it on a intimate level. You know, it requires us to really get getting to know ourselves beyond our flesh. To, and I, I just, let's just say it, beyond our flesh. Because I think that we are, you know, I don't think um, our upbringing, I don't think our um, conditioning is designed to nurture our creativity. And our creativity is attached to our desires and our desires if we don't tap in on a deeper level to what they are then we get something totally different it's like we took the wrong track <laughs> we took the wrong road home so a time comes when we decide you see, this is where it really gets juicy. A part of us begin to question something. We question ourselves when we look around and see that, mm, I'm not really that fulfilled. I have this. I'm going after that. But there's something really missing. That thing that brings me fulfillment. And I believe the only way that we can know what truly brings us fulfillment and brings us joy is that we got to go back and examine where, where the change happened. And then we got to create the building blocks from there. And I know a lot of people, we, we have a tendency to do that when it comes to our profession but we don't we don't have that tendency to do that when it comes to us on a personal level on an emotional level on a philosophical level and even on a spiritual level but lately i've been talking to women who are tapping in they have tapped out to tap back in and when they tap back when they tap out that we, we they go through a whole transformation. They start to question who they are. They start to question who they are being. They start to question, are they in the right profession? They start to question, uh, am I in the right relationship? They start to question, am I operating in a way that that I, I present my highest self to the world, you know, to my family, to my community, to my children, to my friends. We start to question. And when we start to question and ask ourselves a hard question, I think that's when we find the answer. So everything, every change we want to make, every desire we hope to, to achieve, it all begins with an idea.
the idea for something and the desire for something different. You know, I, I can remember there was a time, especially for women, when we we couldn't even have any desires, not at least not for ourselves. Our desire was simply whatever the male counterpart desired. Yes, I said it. That's the only thing we could desire. And then we saw some light. <laughs> and, you know, once you know a thing, once you see a thing and then you know a thing, it's hard to unknow it. So I think that women, I think that we've been born for a time such as now. Because I believe that the world and a lot of what we're seeing, it's a, a lot of the negativity that we're seeing, a lot of the struggles that we're seeing. I think it's because the earth, the world is just crying out. And I truly believe if there's going to be a change, it's going to have to come from the, the, the change is going to have to come from the hands that rock the cradle because the hands that rock the cradle rules the world. The world on a larger scale, the world on a medium scale and the world on a small scale. And we as women, I truly believe that we have got to be okay with stepping into our power. And some of us may get a little um, nervous about that word power, but we've got to be okay with coming back to our essence because it is only then that healing can take place within us. And through healing, we become creative. And through our creativity come ideas and from ideas, come the desire to express those ideas. So that's what I want us to start doing. I want us to start exercising our creativity, make room for it, and then see how that changes our life, see how it changes our community, and see how it changes our world. Okay? I hope you got something from this episode. And if you did, please share it out. And when you share it or post it on any social medium that you uh, listen to, your favorite, tag me in it at Angela B. Fuller. That is Angela B. Fuller. And let me know about it. Okay? I'll talk to you soon. Okay? Bye. Mwah.